today's podcast begins with a true confession. I'm keeping it real, being honest and upfront. Here it is. I have never, ever, ever watched a single episode of The Bachelor franchise. The whole phenomenon has passed me by. It's hard to believe since it's been part of our culture for 28 seasons. And here we are in 2023, and I am quite intrigued for the first time ever by the latest Bachelor, Mr. Gary Turner. So much so that today I'm talking about Golden Bachelor watch parties. Thanks for joining me today, and stay tuned to hear why I think The Golden Bachelor is great for our health and wellness. This is the Wishing You Well podcast, and I am your host, Maria Patrick. Let's get into it. So you've already heard my confession, and for those of you who are loyal Bachelor watchers, you are probably very disappointed in me. In my defense, when the show first premiered on ABC back in 2002, I had a one-year-old and a brand new baby, and we were busy watching Baby Einstein and Sesame Street and The Wiggles. I know that doesn't explain why I haven't tuned in since then. All I can say is that my version of reality TV was and still is the American Idol, which coincidentally started right around the same time as the Bachelor franchise. For those of you who've missed all of the Bachelor excitement and intrigue like I have, here's a very brief recap. The show started with Bachelor Alex Michael, a Harvard grad and management consultant, who was presented with the difficult choice of narrowing down a field of 25 eligible women by handing roses to those he wanted to get to know better, and over the course of many weeks, gradually eliminate them one by one until the ultimate love connection was made in the end, culminating with a romantic proposal to the one. From what I have heard, it's not always all roses and champagne. Each season since then seems to have been filled with its own drama, conflict, and controversies. The show has been widely watched, critically acclaimed, and has not only stayed on the air for over 20 years, it has led to many spin-offs, including the ba- very popular Bachelorette, Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelor in Paradise After Paradise, The Bachelor Winter Games, The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart, The Bachelor The Greatest Seasons Ever, as well as many international editions of the shows. Which leads us to today's version, The Golden Bachelor, the premise of which is a first time for the franchise. A 72-year-old widower, father, and grandfather from Indiana who is trying to prove, as the show's promotions have said, that love only gets better with age. I think many people may have been as pleasantly surprised as I was when I first heard about Gary's search that the pool of 22 eligible candidates are all women who are close to his age, ranging from 60 to 75 years old. The Golden Bachelor, which I have read is the highest rated of all 28 seasons, at least it had the highest premiere episode of all 28 seasons, has not only raised the viewing audience's average age, it is responsible for something that caught my attention. Viewing parties at senior living centers. That's right. 
the residents are gathering together on Thursday nights to watch the show together. They are eating golden-themed snacks, toasting each other and their favorite contestants with fancy drinks, and having post-show discussions about the details of each episode. Hearing about the watch parties took me back to my college days when I hosted a daily Days of Our Lives watch party in my dorm room. My friends and I actually planned our class schedules around the 1 p.m. airtime, and one by one, each of them filed into my dormitory suite every weekday with their lunch, their backpack filled with notebooks and textbooks, and their full attention. Because think back, in the late 80s, there were no DVRs, we couldn't press pause, we had no cell phones to distract us, and we were all in. We had just the commercial breaks to discuss and analyze what was happening with Bo and Hope and Marlena and John, and we loved every minute of our time together. We were bonded together by this common interest, our shared hobby, and the gift, I believe it was a tremendous gift, of spending our time together. You may have heard in the news that we are in the midst of an epidemic something that could seriously harm our health and negatively impact our longevity. It's the epidemic of loneliness. In fact, earlier this year, the United States Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, released a Surgeon General advisory calling our attention to the public health crisis of loneliness, isolation, and the lack of connection in our country. The report said that even prior to the COVID-19 pandemic and subsequent lockdowns, approximately half of the United States adults reported experiencing significant and measurable levels of loneliness. Dr. Murthy said that being disconnected affects not only our mental and physical health fundamentally, but also our societal health. The report went on to say that loneliness and isolation increase the risk for the development of the mental challenges that we are experiencing in our lives. And it cited studies that have shown that lacking personal and social connections can increase the risk for premature death comparable in levels to smoking daily. The Surgeon General's report said that there are so many physical consequences health consequences of poor or insufficient connections, which include a 29% increase in heart disease, a 32% increase in the risk of stroke, and a 50% increase in the risk of developing dementia as we get older. Additionally, it's said that lacking social connection increases our risk of premature death by more than 60%. As shocking as those numbers are, this is not a new concept. There's actually a famous book that was written about loneliness over 20 years ago by Robert Putnam, a Harvard professor, and it was entitled Bowling Alone, you may know of it, The Collapse and Revival of American Community. Putnam wrote about the reduction at that time, this is the year 2000, in all the forms of in-person social connections which Americans had used for years to enrich their lives. He said it showed up in so many different places, not just a decreased voter turnout, but also lower attendance at public meetings, 
He said that significantly less people were willing to serve on committees, to volunteer for the PTA or with the Boy Scouts, to be involved with the Red Cross, the Elks Club, and the local rotaries. Putnam used bowling, hence the title of the book, Bowling Alone, as an example to illustrate this. He said that although the number of people who bowled had increased over the past 20 years before he published the book, the number of people who bowled in leagues had significantly decreased. People were bowling alone. And therefore, they were maybe had good bowling scores, but they were losing the social interaction and all of the benefits that accompany that which might occur in a league environment. So for the first time ever in the years that I've been a health coach, I am declaring one of the Bachelor shows as good for your health. The senior living residents have the right idea. Find something that interests the group. Gather together. Enjoy it together. Discuss it afterwards. Doing something as simple as the Golden Bachelor watch parties checks off nearly every recommendation that the Surgeon General included in his report. Design an environment which promotes connection. Check. Make sure our digital devices don't interfere with or detract from our meaningful and healing connection with others. Check. Cultivate a culture of connection. Check. The bottom line is this. Just like when I gathered my soap opera watching buddies together back in the late 80s, the Golden Bachelor watch parties are doing the same thing today, 35 years later. Our common ground is our sacred ground. If we put in the effort to find out what we have in common and then commit time and space to these connections, both our mental and physical health will improve. We can be doing our part to put an end to the loneliness epidemic. And we might even find some excitement and inspiration along the way, just like the seniors are doing at their watch parties. I don't bowl alone, but I do knit alone. Perhaps I will finally take the plunge and bring myself and my knitting basket to one of those public knitting circles. I've resisted doing so up until now because I fear that I'll be sitting in between people who are far more accomplished than I am. What a terrible excuse that is. Imagine all the tips and inspiration I could pick up if I only allowed myself the opportunity to do so. So what's it going to be for you? How about joining a mall walking group instead of walking alone? Or going to a local Zumba class instead of dusting off your old videotape at home? Or joining in on one of my Zoom Qigong classes? Even though you may be alone on your end of the computer, we are connected and doing something wonderful for our health. Together, our common ground is our sacred ground. There are no shortage of opportunities out there to find social engagement, interaction, and the anecdote to feeling lonely. We just have to simply take the time to look for them. Local cooking classes. I actually am taking one in a couple of weeks on my birthday. Craft sessions at your hometown Michael's store. Food pantries looking for volunteers. Even firehouses which would welcome your visit with a plate of freshly baked cookies or brownies. My husband and I recently went to one of Pottery Barn's free decorating classes together. It was a topic very near and dear to my heart. Decorating the Christmas tree. I could have had the attitude of, I've been tree decorating my entire life. What new things could I learn? Or I put up and decorate 12 trees every year. I actually do do that. What could I possibly learn? I'm happy to say that I set aside my stinking thinking 
and went to that class. We enjoyed it so very much. There were 15 other people there. There were lovely snacks. We got a handout. We were chatting with the designers and the other attendees, all of whom were so lovely. We had the entire store to ourselves for a private shopping experience. And bonus, we picked up several wonderful new tips that we will be using when we decorate this year. If you are a fan of The Golden Bachelor, why not invite someone over to share the experience with you? Perhaps I'll even tune in for the first time ever and we can create a virtual watch party. Whatever it is for you, I hope you find your community, your people, your watch group, your common ground, your sacred ground, and your chance to be uplifted, inspired, and connected. Thank you very much for tuning in today. I am so very grateful for your time. And as always, I am wishing you well. Thank you.